Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh here again with another daily play. And today's daily play, we're going to be talking about something very important. We're going to be talking about how to spend more quality time with God. But before we get into all our notes, you know the deal. Go ahead and pause this video and go to my website, IamUnplugged.com forward slash worksheets. And there you'll be able to download today's worksheet, which will help you really process those pockets of time where you can increase your quality time with God. But before we get even deeper into our points, as everyone is coming in, if this is your very first time and you're liking the vibe and you think this materials will benefit you with your walk with God and help you make sense of your life, go ahead and subscribe, hit that bell. And for those who's been a part of my community a long time, whether it's been 12 years or two weeks, go ahead and like, comment, and share. I would love um, to see what you're getting from these recent. But let's get right into my main thought. And my main thought is this. God is looking for quality, not quantity. God is looking for quality, not quantity. And I got a question for you all that I really want you to think about when it comes to your spending time with God. I want you to think about this question. What's the ROI for where you spend your time? ROI is short for return on the investment. What's the return on investment for where you spend your time? Let's get right to the problem. Many believers are too distracted to make time for God. Many believers are too distracted uh, to make time for God. They are spending time with things that take time versus make time. Let's read it again. Many believers are too distracted to make time for God. They are spending time with things that take time versus make time. And I have another point that I want to kind of express through before I break these points down. I've said this many times in other videos, but I'm going to say it again in this one. You spell time. L-I-F-E. You spell time L-I-F-E. Your time equals your life. Why not, if your life equals your time, or if your time equals your life, why not spend as much time as you can with the one who gave and gives you life? Listen closely. A lot of us, we have a lot of excess time that we are giving to things that are, are taking our energy. Um, um, since God has given us life and the word of God says in the endeavors, not only just give us life, but life more abundantly, it will behoove us to make sure that we utilize our extra time or, or pockets of time to give to God. And you've said, you've heard me say this in many videos. And I just said a few seconds ago that you spell life or you spell time L I F E your time equals your life. Your life equals your time. And if we're going to be living life one time, why not spend in the one that gave us life one time to make sure that we can have life and life more abundantly? It's very important that you understand the difference between destiny decisions and de decisions that distract you from destiny. And we as people got to say, and since the times are evil, let me make the best use of my time. Let me make sure that I'm spending quality time with God, getting to know him. This type of time the angels don't get. Yes, the angels are in the presence of God. We're talking about peak presence of God. We're talking about heaven presence with God, but they are not able to spend um, presence with God and time with God that is perpetuating this creative nature, that's perpetuating salvation, that is perpetuating um, the character and the essence of God throughout life. And we get that opportunity. That's why I endeavor to simplify my life so that I can access um, God in a deeper way. Let's get to some scriptures and really understand the severity of spending quality time with God. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, it says, look carefully then how you walk. 
not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time. Or you can say making the best use of your life because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Let's break this text down for some understanding. It says in the first part, look carefully then how you walk. How are you walking through this life? Are you walking aimlessly? Are you walking aggressively? Or are you walking in accordance to God? How are you walking? Your walk is not your strut, it's not how you walk physically. Your walk is the way of life that you endeavor to live, the way of life that you live. How are you walking? The word of God says in order for us to really um, gain in this life, we got to look carefully at how we walk. And it says, it gives us two um, 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 variances or options. It says, not as unwise, but as wise. And it's important for us to ask ourselves, am I walking wisely? Am I walking in wisdom? Am I walking in understanding? Am I walking in the knowledge of God? Am I walking the way that I'm supposed to walk? Am I walking the way that I should walk? Or am I walking unwise? And it says that those who walk wise, they make the best use of their time. What is the best use of your time? It reminds me of a story of Mary and Martha. You heard me say this probably some few videos ago. But see, when Jesus was walking into the village, Martha's village, right? Martha was like, Jesus, you and the boys, y'all want to come eat? And so she welcomed Jesus into the house. But Martha, instead of going where she should have went, she went to where she was culturally um, supposed to go. She went to work. She went to cook. She went to serve. Mary, her sister, chose a better portion and sat at Jesus' feet, which was countercultural. See, Martha, what she was doing was cultural. What Mary was doing was countercultural. It was not a part, it's not, it was not custom or cultural for women to sit at the feet of teachers. But Jesus has such an aura about him, he has such a love about him that even people that grew up in, in the suffocating nature of culture that suffocated women for even being in with the ears reach of teaching. She felt enough uh, um, compassion from Christ that it compelled her to be at her feet. But Martha got frustrated. Martha, instead of using her time, making the best use of the time and being fed by Christ, she was trying to feed Christ. She was trying to feed um, the system. She was trying to feed and feed and feed instead of saying, you know what? I need to be fed. And she went to Jesus and was like, Jesus, are you not going to tell my sister? to come in the kitchen and help me serve. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are concerned and anxious about many things. But he said, one thing is necessary. And Mary chose the best portion, which will not be taken from her. See, when you spend time with God, you get the opportunity to receive stuff that the world can't take. The Bible says this joy, not the, not the Bible, but there's a song that says this joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. You see what I'm saying? This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And it continues to say, if the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away. You see what I'm saying? So when we sit at Christ's feet and we spend quality time for him, we begin to be full and nurtured and fed with the things that this world system cannot take away. And if you understand that these days are evil, then you're going to say, I'm going to make the best use of my time and let me be, let me get served before I serve, before I start my day. Let me acknowledge the one that started my day. Let me get the joy of the Lord in me. Let me, let me fill myself up daily with things this world cannot take away. It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time for the days are evil. It continues to read, therefore, do not be foolish. Do not be foolish and let days and time go by 
and not understand what the will of the Lord is. That should be your number one priority right now in your life is to understand what the will of the Lord is. If you don't know the will of God for your life, if you haven't given God the will of your life, then my friend, you're living a foolish life. A wise man, a wise woman says, before I add an extra brick to my house, before I add an extra second to my life, I'm going to dedicate it to the Father. I'm going to seek to understand my life. So I won't be walking through life aimlessly or oddly, but I'm going to make the best use of my time. Mary sat at Jesus' feet and did less than Martha, but received more than Martha. And that's the beauty of the gospel. That is the goodness of God that draws me into repentance, that puts me in right standing with the Father, that renews my mind into a life of righteousness, that I don't have to um, work to be full, or filled. I don't have to work to be filled, but I'm worked from a place of fullness. But so many people, they overlook that. They don't, they don't want to go to God. They don't. They just give God a few seconds and a few time. And that's why I want to do this video to show you unique and creative, out-of-the-box ways for you to make more, more time for God instead of sitting, you're setting yourself up to be taken away. You remember what I said in the problem? I said that many believers are too distracted, too distracted to make time for God. They are spending time with things that take time versus make time. Listen, when you're with God, the word of God says that he'll redeem the time. I love that about God, that, that when I go to God, he makes time. He, when I make time, he makes time. When I make time, I make time. And what I mean by that, when I make time to spend time with God, I make my time um, um, work for me. My, my time is, is, is an operation for me. You see what I'm saying? When I make time for God, God actually uh, increases the values of my seconds, my minutes, because now I got a purposeful mindset. Now I actually see the purpose of every minute versus I'm desiring minutes that I won't live for years and years to come. So when I make time for God, I make my time more valuable. But if I go to things and be distracted and engage things that all it does, only thing it does is take time then man, I won't be able to really make time for my wife, make time for my children, make time for things that deserves my time. That's where you have to always ask yourself, what is the return on the investment where I spend, keyword, spend my time? Time is like currency. Time is like money. Money is always flowing and time is always flowing. So you got to slow your life now to the place where you're able to see your money in slow motion, see your time in slow motion so that you will be able to modify in real time and do what's best in the meantime so that you can live a fulfilling time, right? And so you'll be purposeful because your time is like this. Right now, as I'm speaking, the, the clock on that cam uh, camcorder is ticking. But right now, I'm so in present, in time, in tune with what I'm doing. These seconds are becoming more valuable because I made time with God. And now I'm making a productive time that's going to bless your life. But see, that's why I always endeavor to ask myself, what is the return on the investment this time? That I do not, I really, I really don't do anything until I ask myself, what am I going to get from this? Is there anything else I can do better than this? But before I do anything, I always make time for God because he made a way for my day. Why not make sure that I give him the first fruits of my breath? Many believers are too distracted to make time for God. They are spending time with things that take time versus make time. Let's go to my next point. 
We make time for what we want to make time for. We make time for what we want to make time for. It boils down to that. So you got to always look at your heart and ask yourself, am I in idolatry? Am I, am I in idolatry? Am I in insecurity? Am I living in inadequacy? Right? Because you're going to make time for what you want to make time for. And that's the honest truth. That's a hard pill to swallow. If you're not making time for God, then God must not mean nothing to you. It's simple as that. There's there when we really understand the beauty of God and who he is, man, man, you will get lost in time with him because in me making time for him, he makes the times that I invested in other things prosperous. Now I have more favor in my time that if by me making time for God at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whenever or 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. when I make that time and and I, and I make it valuable. Then I increase in favor in future times. And, and, and at three by 3 p.m., I'm in presence. I'm in the moment. And, and I'm walking in the favor of God because I got filled in the presence of God with the joy. And joy, which is the, one of the most attractive traits of a person, draws favor. One of the number one things that draws favor in your life is joy, peace, and patience. Love, yes, don't get me wrong, but love can draw some other things. But joy, peace, and patience are traits that pulls it in. And those are the things that are found only and solely in the presence of God amongst the other things, of course. We make time for what we want to make time for. Wherever you choose to spend your personal time, I underlined it, personal time reveals a lot about yourself. Your personal time is your excess time. We're not talking about we're not talking about your your working time. Your we're talking about your personal time. We're talking about the time that doesn't have anything to do with sleep, work, etc. What are you doing with that personal time? Are you dedicating to God? Are you are you endeavoring to make space and make time for God and make it even more quality? See, the more I begin to understand the quality of the word and understand it in its richness, the more rich my time become. When I understand the, the access that I have from God that came from the sacrifice of the son, right? Now I'm able to say, oh, this time is precious because of the cost that I have for this time. See, when you understand the cost for access, you'll appreciate the access. And when you understand the rewards and the and the and the and the and the, and the uh, results of that time, you'll want to spend time. Let's keep going for time's sake. <laughs> Wherever you choose to spend your personal time reveals a lot about yourself. Next point: the height of your soar will determine your more. Remember what we said: how to spend more quality time with God. The height of your soar will determine your more. The higher you want to go into things of God, the more time you want to spend time with him. The higher you get into things of God, the more you know about God, the more you know about life, the more time you make for God. But if you low level and you live in this low levelness of life and all you consume with is is a civilian affairs and not the affairs of heaven, then you're not going to really want to spend more time with God. Those who are proud, proud of this life. They don't make time for God, but those who are eternity minded, legacy minded, for those who watch my videos for the fellas who thinks generationally, oh, you make more time for God. When you understand how evil the day is, oh, you make more time for God. When you understand that time is going like that and time is your life, oh, you're going to make more time for God. When you understand how God sees manhood, husbandhood, wifehood, marriagehood, parenthood, or whatever it is, oh, you're going to make more time for God. 
Because you want to you soar with the eagles. Either you a chicken or you an eagle. Either you pluck, 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 or you flying, flying, flying. You see what I'm saying? You got to determine. The higher you soar will determine the more. And when you want to do exceedingly and abundantly, or if you want to get into the exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think, if you want to get to that place of, of doing um, 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 more, he says that you will do even more works than I will do, then, oh, you're going to make more time for God when you understand the richness of that time with him. Let's keep going. Now, let's transition. We're going to talk about how to spend more quality time with God. We want to get down some practical things that will help you uh, spend more time with God. But the first point that I have is the best ability is availability. The number one ability that God is looking for is not how well you sing, not how well you draw, not how well you preach, not how well you do anything. The number one ability that God is looking for is availability. A person with half your talent, but twice your ability, availability would do more than what you would do with your talent. A person with half your talent, but has twice the availability of you will do more than you. As simple as that. God is looking for people who are available. And in order to be available, you got to say, I got I'm going to simplify my life. Let's get to my first point because that's what I have there. Now, how to spend more quality time with God. S, simplify your life. If you want to make more uh, uh, time, more quality time with God. And quality time is simply um, just, just engagement, mentally invested, undistracted, uh, um, um, quality time, time where you're being molded and you're molding ideas. We're talking about quality time. We're not talking about, oh, I, this is my devotion. And devotion has become so shallow. The devotion is, oh, I prayed, oh, I read. It, and devotion has become a checkoff on our to-do list versus this is my do list. <laughs> this is why I must do it. I, I have no choice to do it. That's the mindset you got to have. That devotion is not something I check off. It's one thing that I check in. I check in and I stay in. But in order for me to spend more quality time with the Father, I got to simplify my life. I got to shred off the excess. The Bible says lay aside every weight that so easily, that so easily besets you. Things that's hindering you from running this weight race. You notice the word says weight and sin. Some things are not sin, but they're unnecessary weight. The friend is an unnecessary weight. The show is an unnecessary weight. It may not be leading you to sin, but it's causing and slowing your life down into a place of complacency, right? So how to spend more quality time in your life, more quality time with God? You got to simplify your life. You got to shred off some pounds. You got to shred off some unnecessary um, things in your life and say, I'm going to live simply. That's my goal. Like, I, I'm a simple dude, man. I'm a simple guy. I, I, I have maybe a handful of joys, <laughs> like a handful of things that I enjoy. Um, um, uh, just a handful of friends, handful of things I enjoy, uh, a handful of uh, just a handful of things. I'm very simple, maybe half a hand with some of those things. Because the more simple my life is, the more time I'm available to God, the more books I can create, the more ideas I can produce, the more the more time I have for my wife, the more time I have for my children when they come, the more time I have for my family. See, it's crazy how I can get more things done with more things in my life than the person who doesn't have a lot of things in their life. It's interesting. I have a lot of responsibilities, but I'm able to get more things done because I simplify my life. Another part of that S, you got to simplify your life and establish 
a specific time to meet with God, a specific time and a specific place to mold and to be molded. See, I got times throughout my week where I'm strictly focused on being molded, where I bask in his presence, where I get recharged and refueled from a busy week of ministry, a busy week of family. I get to be molded. I listen unto the word of God. I sit in his presence. I sit in silence and quietness and allow um, the spirit of God to, to, to cleanse me and wash things and, and magnify things in my life. And also, I got specific times where I got business meetings with God, creative meetings with God. And I'm going to get to some more of those points a little bit later on how you can make even more time by simply um, being productive in your purpose. But you got to create specific or establish specific times and specific places to meet with God. Find uh, the holy of holies <laughs> of your holy home, right? So you have your home, but create a place in your home that's the holies of holies. Your house is holy, but this is the holies of holies. This is where I go and I meet God this time, every day, this time, every other day or whatever to do, uh, um, to be molded or to mold. P, how to spend more quality time with God. You got to recognize his presence and the purpose of every moment. You got to recognize. See, when you simplify your life, you recognize more. When you simplify your life, you see more. And you will be able to recognize the tangible presence of God. And you will also be able to see the purpose of every moment. That's how you can spend more time with God. See, spending time with God is not just devotion time. It's not just devotion. It's daily time. It's day. It's second to second. You can spend hours with God by being available mentally. By being in, an, in a state of acknowledgement. And to be in a state of recognizing. If you simplify your life, you'll begin to recognize, wow, this is the opportunity to work with God, work for God, evangelize on behalf of the kingdom. Here's an opportunity for me to walk in love, to, to, to exhibit the, the aura of joy amongst those that are, that are watching. See, when you simplify your life, you begin to recognize, mentally tap in to the working presence of God. Where God will say, see, this day I made specific for you. See, when you simplify your life, the more joy you have. That's just simple. As simple as that. The more the more simple your life is, the more joy you have. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength and in his presence there's a fullness of joy, right? And so when you start your day filled up by God or you go to bed filled up by God and wake up with the fresh of the joy that you have implemented in your nighttime, then when you walk into your day, you will be able to say this day is not like any other day I ever lived before. Therefore, I'm going to live this day like I never lived the day before. I'm going to increase in my life. I'm going to increase in my sight. I'm going to make sure that I do all that I can in my might to glorify God in every moment. So I have to recognize his presence and the purposes of every moment. See, when you simplify your life, your life slows down and you're able to see the trees. Instead of looking at the skyscrapers and trying to be ambitious, right? You're seeing them. God made things. When you simplify your life, your life slows down and you're able to see uh, God made things more so than man made things. And you got to, and you'll, uh, as you recognize this present, the purpose of every moment, you also will be able to examine your pockets of time where more time can be spent 
and get to know him personally. See, not only do you make time for God, but you will be able to recognize the pockets throughout your day where you're able to spend time with God. I've noticed that I spend and commute 30 minutes to work, 30 minutes back. So I said, why not cut on the word dramatize? Why not pray in the spirit for 20 or 15 minutes? Why not pray in the spirit from the moment I get in my car till I get to work? Why not just sit there in silence and talk to God? I can. There's pockets in your day. You know what? I'm not going to eat lunch with my coworkers. I'm not going to eat lunch with my friend. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go sit in my car and just make more time. See, there's pockets in our day that we fill up with carnal things when we can fill up with Christ things. Instead of filling up with another YouTube channel, another YouTube video, or another podcast, or another this to occupy silent space. No, utilize that pocket of time. Say, you know what? I'm going to give this space to God. And I'm going to see what he wants me to do for the next day. Maybe it could be a, 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 a refill moment for you to be to refocus and refill and get back into the uh, uh, the, real, the realities of your workplace, realities of life, and be a good resource in it. Not only, number one, so you simplify your life and establish a specific time to meet with God, but also, P, you got to recognize his presence and the purpose of every moment and examine your pockets of time where more time can be spent and get to know him personally. It's hard to under, it's hard, like, the more I get to know my wife, the more quality time I want to spend with her because I'm like, wow, this woman's amazing. The same as with God, the more you get to know him personally, the more you be like, man, y'all fell in comparison to God. Yo, you may not say that, but you'll look at them and be like, hanging out with y'all, talking about other people and gossiping. I can go in my lunch break for an hour in my car, cut on some good worship, spend time with God, eat my food, have lunch with God. That's how I am. God is so dope to me that other people, other things fell in comparison. And sometimes I'd be like, I'd rather spend time with God than spend time here with them, etc. That's what happens when you get to know that he's a good, good father. You see what I'm saying? That will make you just be like, man, I, I, I got to spend more. I want to spend more time because I get that. I want to learn another attribute about him. Oh, I want to get. Oh, I want to know this about him. Oh, that's in the book of Joshua. Wow. I want to read that. Corinthians is what? I didn't know that was in there. God, you was a fool, bruh. No, my bad. With all due respect, you know what I mean? God, you was cool, man. God, wow. That's why I'm in the gospel all the time. I'm like, that's how Jesus moved. I'm going to move like that. See what I'm saying? E, how to spend more quality time with God. E, enter his joy. Enter his joy early. Whether it's early, like, because so, how I do it, my day starts at night my my tomorrow starts tonight so you can get as early as the, that that night you know before i go to bed i'm gonna spend an hour time with god right now i'm recording this video at 3 20 in the morning <laughs> 3 20 in the morning on monday morning i'm recording this video early up early god said go do the videos son i typed the notes up i spent time with, i vibe with him so today i spent maybe four or five hours with god coming up with these notes vibing with him going in the text diving deep and now I'm 3.20 in the morning early. Y'all sleep right now, <laughs> depending on where you are from when I'm making this video. So I, in, I enter his joy early. I'm like, God, man, I feel good. I want to give this goodness to the people. See, when you get in it early, man, I'm telling you, it just, your whole, I, I recognize that when I give God the first fruits of my day, my day always fruitful. When I give God the first fruits of my day, whether it's the nighttime before you go to sleep or right when you wake up, my days are always more fruitful and always more favorable and always more flavorable. Because God be blessing me with some good meals. <laughs> when I spend time with God, I walk in the favor of God. I get the flavor of God. I get like, People be giving me extra this and extra that. Man, it's just good, man. 
It makes you want to spend time with God. There's not one good place that you enjoy that, that, that doesn't make you want to go back to it. That's why the enemy doesn't want you to experience the personality of God. He wants you to ingest and digest the false personalities of God that you don't really get to know him for who he is. That makes you want um, to live for him and, and, and do things uh, for him. And you got to enter his joy early. And embrace him as your main energy source. When you know that he's your energy source, that's your fullness of joy. I'm, I got to spend time with God because my this season of my life is pretty tough or this season of my life is just too good because people understand blessings are burdensome. You got to go to God to be energized on how to manage blessings. <laughs> Not only do you need the energy of God to manage burdens, but also blessings that are burdens. So when you know God is your energy source, you're like, I, 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 I got to get refueled. Every Friday afternoon, after Friday late night, I'm spending time with God. I got to get refueled for all the energy I gave out. People don't even know what I do throughout the week, how many times I got to preach. I do five or six videos a week, maybe six lives sometimes. And, and I have to, he's my energy source. I can't do this on my own. Man, on 3.20 in the morning, 3.23 now. Mm-hmm. But when you know he's your energy source, you always got to go to him. Nah, I cannot stay on burnout for months. How many people haven't really spent time with God to be refilled with joy? And you wonder why you walk in depression. You wonder why you walk in sadness. Because in his presence, of fullness of joy. But Josh, nothing can separate me from God's love. That's great. His love is sustaining you. But we're talking about you got to be mentally tapped in. Because when you mentally tapped in, your mind gets renewed and washed and elevated to the level where you're supposed to think and be. So how to spend more quality time, you got to enter his joy early and embrace him as your main energy source. And you got to say no to distractions and meet the needs of others. Simple as that. See, when you, when you spend time with God, you want to say no to sin. You want to say no to those friends. You want to say no to anything that's going to put an end to, to your destiny. See what I'm saying? You, 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 no, I got to say no to that because that's going to separate me from my focus. That's going to separate me from God. And what I mean by separate from God, I'm going to separate in regards to endorsement. If I start practicing sin, God's grace is there to, to, to guide me out of it. But he can't endorse that. He, he, can't, he can't fully back and bless that. If I start mistreating my wife, the word of God says he won't hear anything, any prayers above me if I'm mistreating her. But does God love me still? Yeah, but if I start right now mistreating my wife, might as well forget it. My prayers, things start slowing down. You see? So what you have to understand, you got to say no distractions because distraction starts distancing you from, from, from your place of fullness and you start getting into depression, burnout, sadness, etc. But when you, when you, when you understand the quality that comes from God, you'll say no, because oh, that, that, when you really taste and see that the Lord is good, all this stuff that used to taste good, your taste buds, your spiritual taste buds, your soulish taste buds, it just won't taste the same. You'll, you'll taste it one time. You're like, I can't do that. I don't even, it don't even feel, the sin don't even feel the same no more when you really see the beauty of Christ. Let's keep going. And meet the needs of others. That's how you spend time with God. God, whose needs do you want me to meet today? I'm flowing with you, God, so I can meet the needs of the people that you want me to meet. And that's how you spend time with God. When you get in the trenches, when you get in the work of God, you hear what I'm saying? D, partner with the intelligent designer to design, develop, and distribute your creative ideas together. That's how you spend time with God. Man, the most of my hours with God is in this section right here. The other sections are a lot of time, but I get lost in this part. I partner with, I'm a partner of God. I'm a son of God and I'm a partnership. I'm in the family business. So I'm with the intelligent designer. I know I can't, I can't design a sermon, design a message without the intelligent designer. 
So what I do is I partner with him to design, to design, to put it together, develop it, and distribute it. Witty ideas, clever ideas. Do it this way, Josh. Don't worry about how fast they're going. Your time's going to come. Stay with me. You see what I'm saying? And then, because that's creativity. The first thing that we found out about God was in the beginning, God created. The reason why people don't really make time for God, they don't see themselves as creatives. Or their creativeness is in the in the hands of the enemy. But when you say, God, take my creative nature and here you go, God. God will say, let's work, son. Do it like this. Oh, man, I love it, man. Do you not know I did four, I did four worksheets and I've already recorded one video already changed my shirt. And I'm about to record a third one after this one and a fourth one out of that one. All those hours I spent with God. Now I'm distributing what we, what me and God designed together. This the other book, the two books in the card game I'm writing now, that's from the intelligent designer. And that's the beauty of working with God, man. And that's how you increase time when you be like, yo, I got a purpose, man. I'm a partner with the one that knows my purpose and knows how to position me. I got a couple other points I got to get out your way, man. I'll be going 30 minutes. The word is just too rich. Um, God wants you to participate in his creativity. Simple as that. Last, many people are only able to spend a short amount of time uh, with God or if any with God due to them not knowing their purpose and God's desire to partner with them. God is planting in you a seed that he wants to partner with you to produce it. And that's how you spend more time with God. You spend more time by simplifying your life and 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 establish specific times to meet with him. You recognize R uh, P his presence and the purpose of every moment. You E, you enter his joy early and embrace him as your main energy source. And you say no to distractions and meet the needs of others. D, you partner with the intelligent designer to design, develop, and distribute your creative ideas, etc. Make sure you go to my website and download this worksheet. I got some questions. I want you to take some time and process how you spend your time and how you can make more time for God. I want you to think about in what ways could you simplify your life and also got a um a, a, a timesheet where you can actually write down where you're able to see pockets of time or specific times that you can bring more quality time with God. But you know, Coach loves you. He knows you know that I, I'm going to make sure I give you tools and resources going to help you, um, 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 equip you for the things and the works of God. And I hope this mess was a blessing to you. Like I always say, y'all, y'all run to play well, y'all. I'll see y'all next time. Peace. Thank you.